Thank you for joining us for another power-packed message from Pastor Sharat Yenaseri, brought to you by the friends and partners of Eagle Mount Church, transforming believers into eagles who can soar above every mountain that may stand in their way, empowering them to be leaders for their generations. We hope that this message will transform you. Get ready to soar. Hello and welcome to Eagle Mount's Friday Forward uh, today. I'm so happy that you're joining us. Today we are going to be talking about a new series, completely new thing. We're going to be talking about behavior transformation. Now, behavior transformations are, are not really touched upon. However, they're touched upon on different lights. But today we are going to kind of look at how uh, behavior transformations are expected from a Christian and uh, today will be more like a introduction to what we are going to talk. So um, before we start, why don't we just pray? And in the meanwhile, um, by the time we finish praying, uh, I want you to join in with us for prayer. And also I want you to send this link to your friends and family. See, the, the greatest thing that we can do to serve our church right now is to spread the word. We, the on, the, I mean, right now we can't bring one or two people to the house of the Lord. However, we can share the word. The word is going out. So why don't you share this link with a few of your friends, couple of your friends, whoever you think that needs to hear about this, whoever you think uh, will be blessed by whatever they are going to be uh, hearing and or else, if not by the end of this uh, Friday forward, you can decide if you'd want to do that. So let us just pray. Father, thank you very much for this day. Thank you very much that we are actually entering into a new brand new series lord lord where we will be talking about behavior transformations and how 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 we will be honoring you through our behaviors father lord i pray that lord your spirit will be leading this conversation will be leading this uh, sermon but father lord jesus in all things lord i ask that it shall not be the wisdom of man but it shall be the revelation from the holy spirit that is flowing from my mouth into the hearts of the listeners thank you so much from wherever your uh, people are listening lord i pray that you bless them and i pray that in fact you give them revelation knowledge that the eyes of their understanding will be enlightened about whatever is being spoken thank you in jesus name i pray amen 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 Thank you very much. Take now, now take a moment now uh, for you to go and uh, share this link with your friends and we'll just wait for you a couple of seconds. Now, in the meanwhile, for us to talk about behavior, okay, let us, let us talk about behavior now, okay. We have, as Christians, I mean, well, some of us are born into Christian families, some of us were born into not-so-Christian families, some of us were born into a family where they were apparently Christian, but then nothing was taught. And, and we see that we are all from different uh, parts of uh, families. There, there are different kinds of backgrounds that we all come in from. However, at one point or the other, there is a behavior that is expected of us okay as a christian there is a behavior that is expected of us now we we understand that behaviors can be judged differently okay we understand that behaviors can be judged differently how uh, let's say in one house um, in let's say in one house coming home late is okay but in the other house coming home late is not okay okay so 
it's it's a different behavior but it's a different rule also judge, that is judging the behavior now does the bible say don't go home late does the bible say thou shall not be late to your home at night no it does not say however there are a few laws there are a few principles that we as christians we walk by now uh, first and foremost i want to just clear it out right here and right now that behaviors don't take you to heaven behaviors don't take you to heaven at the same time behaviors don't take you to hell okay behaviors don't take you to hell behaviors neither take you to heaven nor take you to hell however this is what behavior does behavior shows what you are let's say um, i mean now we understand when we come from an indian family definitely when we see in different movies and all of that right like uh, there will be a very rich father and then suddenly his daughter will go get fall in love with a man who is not so rich and then the father will say oh you are spoiling the family's name now interesting part is the daughter was bearing the image of the father and for the father it seemed okay i'm not saying this is right this is not right i'm not saying all of that i'm just trying to prove a point that the fathers actually have reflections of themselves in the actions of the daughters let me repeat that okay the father is seen through the actions and the reactions of his children so if the daughter went and did something that the father was not really standing for that is actually a disgrace to the father or at least the father will feel like that okay let's say the father is a vegetarian okay all his life let's say the father brought up his children to be vegetarians all their lives let's say that the children were expected not to eat anything other than only vegetarian now suddenly the children go outside they explore uh, the world for themselves they come back home and then the father comes to find out that they stopped i mean they tasted some chicken now for the father it is it is disturbing not only is it disturbing it is also discouraging because uh now that that action or the reaction doesn't make them not their son doesn't make them not their daughter but it does make the father feel like oh i am not really their father have i really fathered them well enough the father will never doubt you that uh, if you are his uh, uh, son or your daughter i mean he'll definitely love you in a few days back again in a few hours also in fact or by the next morning the father will be just fine but at that moment the father will be questioning himself he'll be like wow have i done a good job have i not actually put what i was supposed to do have i not put myself in them what did i do less the father will question himself so um because the father starts questioning himself we need to understand that every re, uh, every action and every reaction that the children do or do not do it portrays the father it portrays the father now again i i i don't want to i don't want for us as christians to think because in some churches behaviors are works okay be i'm i'm not using works because works i mean the word works is not fully understood by everybody and at all times so i'm using the word behavior okay by behavior people don't go to heaven okay people are not reaching heaven because of behavior at the same time uh, you are not not i mean you are not saved by works or behavior you are not cursed by works or by behavior you are saved and not saved by only one thing and only one thing only that is by if you believe in jesus christ as your personal savior if you have accepted what christ has done for you on that cross that is the only determining factor however you understand however we understand that when we were uh when we were not born again we were bearing the image we were bearing the image of adam 
we were bearing the image of adam so our sinful nature had its identity and reflection reflecting in adam right that's why we were called sin why because our father was also sin so now i told you right the children reflect the father the children of uh, adam reflected adam meaning they reflected the sin nature they were sinners right exactly they were and but but the moment you were born again what happened right the second adam became your father you became your uh, you uh, you were adopted and you were made the child of a second father so now you are no longer the son of adam you are no longer the child of adam but now you have become a child of god you have become a child of jesus christ the second adam now second adam had no sin inside him that's why the bible says that old has gone the new has come behold the old has gone the new has come it also says those who are born again those who are of christ they are not led by the flesh but they are led by the spirit and whoever are led by the spirit are children of god it is a statement it is not a it is not a um, it is not a condition or it is not a requirement saying okay if you are walking by the spirit only then you are no it is actually just stating to you that now because you are born again into the second adam that is jesus christ you as children no longer have the old image of adam now you do not walk by the flesh you do not these are not instructions also i want you to remember these are not instructions these are statements and declarations of identity over you you do not walk by the flesh but you walk by the spirit are we understanding we do not walk by the flesh but we walk by the spirit now because as a born again christian as a born again christian now heaven is guarantee for you heaven god has given you payment for your sins done done and dusted but is disrespect sin or or let us just say let us let us uh, let us uh, boil these things down a, a minute if your mom says uh, stop playing that game and you don't stop playing that game is that sin or let us say if your mom says can you please do uh, fix that tube light and then you say uh, fine but then you never do it is that sin because now bible doesn't state all of these but but these all come under behaviors right these all come under behavior so that is what we are going to be talking today you as a born again christian you as a born again child of god who are not led by the flesh but by the spirit are supposed to bear what kind of behaviors are supposed to carry what kind of behaviors what is the behavior that is going to help us reflect god better reflect god better now that's an introduction for you for you to think about now we need to understand and we need to be very 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 sure and convinced that you and i name the uh, bear the name of jesus christ you and i bear the name of jesus christ now because we bear the name of jesus christ because you and i have jesus christ written all over us whatever we do reflects jesus christ right i think one of the friday forwards we were talking about how apple products how apple products have their name written on every product that they make every product that they make has their name written on it why because this product has a reputation to hold up and it holds up the reputation of this standard okay this product is obliged to hold this standard why because it's got its name written now the moment this product stops working the moment this product has a few complaints the problem is not just with this product but who is going to go to the complaints it's going to go to this 
name. So the name of Jesus is on you and the name of Jesus God takes very seriously. God takes his name very, very seriously. So that's why when Moses was talking differently and not beholding God's name as holy before the children, Moses was not allowed to go into the promised land anymore. You see, whenever the children of God would not um, make holy the name of Jesus Christ or would not hold holy the name of Jesus, um, the name of God before anybody else, that, that was a very big insult for God. And God would actually not like that. God would not appreciate that. And he would actually do something, uh, especially in the Old Testament, you would see that God would actually take action against whenever they were not uh, honoring the name of God. Why? Because you have got God's name on you. The name of God is very important to him. And the biggest problem with uh, others and the biggest problem with uh, other people that we see who don't behave properly, the biggest people uh, problem that we see with people who don't have behavior, uh, behavior, good behavior or good works is that they are just like us. That is their biggest problem. They do the same mistakes as we do. And, and the, the thing is, we are so bothered about how others' behaviors are. We are so bothered about how their behaviors are that we don't look at our behaviors, that we don't look at our behaviors. So now let us just open our Bibles too. Or if you don't open your Bibles, you can read uh, uh, with me. James chapter 4 verses 6 and 7. James chapter 4 verses 6 and 7. I'm just going to read and uh, we'll just pay attention, okay? Pay, pay, pay close attention. Uh, but he gives more grace. Therefore, it says, God opposes the proud did you ever know that God opposes somebody? We know, yes, God is for you who can be against you. But yes, there is something else written here saying, therefore, it says, God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. What is proud? What is pride? How does it look? How does it taste? How does it feel? How can, what is pride? What, what is the, what, how, how can you recognize pride? When you talk about pride, what is pride? Okay, then, okay, fine. God opposes the pr uh, proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Now, what is humble? What, are we, what do we mean when we say humble? What, how does it feel like? How does it taste? How, does it, uh, how, how can we hear humility? How can we see humility? How, how does it look like? How does humility look like? Because evidently, if you are proud, God is going to oppose you. And if you are humble, God is going to give you more grace. And here, grace does not necessarily always mean unmerited favor. Yes, grace is unmerited favor. Yes, God has saved you by grace. Yes, but grace is not only that. Grace is knowledge. He gives you grace in your field of expertise. He gives you grace, meaning you are graced to do whatever you do, meaning you have the opportunities, you have the power, you have the knowledge, you have the wisdom, you have the people surrounding you, you have the, you are graced by things that enable you to do whatever you're doing. See, grace is not just favor or grace is not just undeserved favor. Grace is something that God, see, grace is unfair, okay? Grace is is unfair and you will be treated unfairly well because you are humble. Now, okay, fine. What is humble? We will come to it in a bit. Submit. So verse 7, submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Submit the, yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. You know, actually in Obadiah, the book of Obadiah reads that your pride is deception. Let, let us actually read it. I, I will just, I did, I, I'm just reminded of that verse, so I did not have it in my notes. 
so pride is deceptive pride is deceitful um let me find that verse for you, uh, for us right now see um when we are prideful obadaya read obadaya yes obadaya chapter 1 verses 3 fine obadaya chapter 1 verses 3 let us read obadaya chapter 1 verses 3 if you don't know where is the book of obadaya it is just after amos and between joel okay fine the pride of your heart has deceived you the pride of your heart has deceived you so the pride of your heart is a liar right pride is a lie pride is a lie means it will tell you that okay that man is a good guy when he's bad when and it will tell you okay that that thing whatever you're doing it's good it's good it is approved when it is not and it will tell you wow you are there is nothing wrong in you you are greater than everybody else who's take giving you suggestions and criticism you are better than everybody who's talking to you and these the the, the pride is so deceitful that you 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 want you want to believe that you are better you are better better than who better than anybody and everybody see pride was the root of sin pride was the root of sin how did sin begin through pride whose pride the pride of lucifer and that's exactly what uh, lucifer tempted eve with it came and said hey eve did god really say that this fruit is not supposed to be eaten in fact do you know that you will become like god and then eve the, the 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 pride was being transferred from lucifer to eve and eve was starting to have a sense of yeah why can't i be better than what i am in fact she was maximized i i, I was preaching in one more sermon eve was already maximum she could not be more maximum than that but the pride that was being transferred from lucifer to eve made her believe that okay she can be even better but that was a lie the pride of her heart had deceived her and then she had that fruit direct disobedience direct disobedience why she did not she wasn't able to recognize what is good why because the pride deceives you pride deceives you so fine pride tastes like deception pride tastes like lies pride tastes like superiority complex pride tastes like stubbornness why nobody can do anything to this person now nobody can talk to this person now and god you know what he opposes the pride okay fine then how can you not be prideful what what do you want to be humble right so fine what is humble let us look at james chapter 4 god opposes the proud but he gives grace to the humble how does the word humility define itself you know humility humble means putting yourself under putting yourself under in fact james uses the right word just in verse 7 he says for being humble submit yourself to god and the devil will flee from you submit yourself so humility is nothing but submission to god humility is nothing but submission to god so here are a few definitions okay so uh, submit means to putting yourself under subjection of god putting yourself under subjection yielding to one to arrange yourself to be under 
one to arrange yourself to be under one and submitting yourself to one's control submitting yourself to one's control see humility is a way in a characteristic of you being loyal and you being recognizing that you trust in god you say wow god fine let your will be done fine god let you take the will lord i will yield to you this situation is not happening according to what i wanted it to that person is shouting at me it has been an unfair wait it has been a long queue and from somewhere of the middle of nowhere this man suddenly comes and says it's an emergency he wants to stand right in front of me and everybody else didn't give him space but i have to give him space why should i give him space can't i not just justify this whole thing just by myself and then what are we going to do we are going to misbehave we are going to scream we are going to shout we are going to call him a few names we are going to say a few things that we don't really want to say and we want to hide this brand's name for a few seconds why because we don't want people to know wow this guy is from church hey, i know you from church no what's those words that are coming out of your mouth suddenly you feel condemned but actually that condemnation is not nobody is trying to condemn you nobody is trying to say hey you have been bad but it is just you realizing that wow you have actually done something wrong to this brand the brand of jesus that has been stamped on you you have been unjust towards it what did you do you were an adulterer the bible calls you what does it say because now even though you are grafted into this new body when you have gotten jesus as your new father what are you doing you are going back to your old father you're going back to the adam you're going back to the identity you are saying hey you know what for a few moments right now i don't have anything to do with you god i don't have anything to do with you all i want to do is to go shout at that person and 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 traffic it really tempts me to do the same it really tempts me to do the same however humble ourselves submit put yourself under the subjection of god put yourself under the subjection of god this is just an introduction we are not going to go much deep okay now fine there are different rules for different people we began by saying for some people coming home is not coming home late is not cool but for some people coming home late is not not a problem at all now who is to say what is wrong what is right who is to say what is correct what is wrong okay for you every behavior that you do might seem correct might seem justified in your eyes but who is to say that it is justified because evidently we know and we recognize that the pride of your heart is deceitful pride of our heart is a lie so are we being subjected to that lie and unable to see that what we have done is wrong and then in the deception of that lie convincing ourselves that yes whatever has been done in my action in my anger is justified because that was the correct thing to do who is to say what is correct and what is wrong are you going to say yes i did what is the right yes i was uh, i was not i was absolutely fair that guy definitely needed a uh, uh, what what do you call it a taste of my what you you call it something right uh, anyway fine I, that guy des- definitely deserved a few words from my mouth a piece of my mind a piece of my mind definitely that shopkeeper definitely deserved it who who is to say oh that email was definitely supposed to be written because those people were not treating me right our behavior so many times we want to please our flesh 
Because at that moment, at that time, what are we? We are no longer the children of God. We become the children of Adam. That right now, we don't want to please our spirit. We don't want to walk by the spirit. But what do we want to do? We want to fulfill the lusts of the flesh. And see, lust of the flesh is not necessary. I mean, sorry. The lust of the flesh is not necessary something sexual. The lust of the flesh can be anger that you want to completely scream at somebody, give them the uh, peace of your mind and then do what? And then scream and say, hey, you know what? I am better than you. And that is what pride looks like. That is actually what pride sounds like. You know what? Pride is always loud. Did you know that pride is always loud? The moment you are getting loud, you need to recognize that pride has come into you, has See, don't, let us not come into a conclusion saying, hey, fine, I, I'm not going to be proud. And sometimes pride is not just loud, pride is completely quiet. They don't want to talk to you anymore. They will ignore you all the time. They don't want to talk to their parents anymore. Pride? That's what pride looks like. But what does humility look like? Completely different. How can he say that to me? How do you think that person... You know, the, that, that's what right, the problem with others is they're just like us. They do the same mistakes that we do. I want to leave this Friday forward. It's a, it's a very small introduction, okay? We have a new identity. We are a new creation. The old has gone. The new has come. We have become the temple of the Lord. We are to be led by the Spirit and not by the flesh. We are to do all of these things. We are to submit to his word. We are to give Christ the authority of telling, okay, now you are wrong. No, now you are right. We can't just say for ourselves, okay, fine, this is correct, this is wrong. Because why? Pride of our heart is deception. Your flesh looks and searches for things that don't require submission. Because it's easier. Our flesh looks for things that don't require submission. Why? Because it's much easier. You can do your way. You can do what you want to do. You can do how you want to do it. Nobody has you holding you accountable. The moment somebody comes and holds you accountable, that's when you are kind of being put under subjection. That's it. You become either loud or you become ignorant. Ignorant to whatever they are saying and ignorant to the spirit that is convicting you, that is saying, hey, calm down, calm down. No, no, no. Don't increase your voice. Hey, come on, come on, come on, come on. Slow down, slow down, slow down. You become ignorant to those voices. And the only voice that you can hear is the voice of you speaking loudly, screaming loudly, shouting loudly, or not talking at all. Two extremes. Now again, all of these are not the deciding factors that are going to take you to heaven or not, but they are bearing the stamp of Jesus in everything that you do. Therefore, you have become the bearer of the name of Jesus Christ and whatever you do reflects the Father. That is what it is mean, meant by do not grieve the Spirit. Don't grieve the Spirit because the Spirit will not think, oh, this fellow is doing something bad, oh no. The Spirit will think, Am I really his father at this moment? Have I not done enough for him to recognize what all I have invested in him? Love. The Holy Spirit wants to win you over by pure love. He never condemns you. He never punishes you. Because the punishment has been taken by Jesus Christ. But still, he wants you. He desires you. How much? Very much. 
and every time we behave in a way that is that is bad that we actually know that it's not good there is our father right there knowing actually he has his arms wide open for you to come and to give you a hug to welcome you back but at the same time the spirit knows and recognizes that for that moment you have left that spirit and identified with adam of course you will come back of course god will never leave you nor forsake you of course yes correct 100% does that mean you will deny your father does that mean you will say hey i don't know who you are for right now because right now i want to fulfill the desires and the lust of my flesh behaviors reflect your savior your behavior shows the brand where you come from your behavior shows you who you really are and at those points you need to recognize that fine who am i yielding to who am i yielding to am i yielding to my flesh am i yielding and submitting to god now remember that yielding means submitting putting yourself under subjection to arrange yourself to be under to give yourself under the control of god are you being subject submitting to god or to your flesh because if you don't submit to god that means you're resisting god and if you don't subject yourself to uh, the flesh that means you're submitting to god i will read that verse one last time and then we will close uh so god opposes the proud and he gives grace to the humble so submit yourselves to god thank you very much for participating with us in our friday forward i would just like to pray for you i would just like to speak a word of confidence to speak a word of love because your god is a god of love he doesn't mind you actually identifying with somebody else as long as you know that he loves you he doesn't really want you to go there but if you go there even though he is sad he's waiting waiting for you to come back so i'm going to request you and invite you to come back to your father in whatever behavior that you are facing we will definitely through the few fridays that we are going to have in the next few months we are going i mean next few weeks we are going to look at different behaviors anger aggression fear frustration okay pride humility we are going to look at different behaviors and we are going to analyze them try to find their root and you know what dismantle these behaviors and i want to walk this journey with you so if this is the first time that you have watched us i welcome you to please write to us please uh, contact us follow us on instagram facebook whatever everywhere and then i also invite you to participate with us write to us so that you can join in our life groups write to us so that you can join and walk the journey with us we would definitely love to do that so i welcome you to do that let me pray for you father thank you very much for whoever has been watching i pray your anointing and your grace will be over this person let him recognize and let her recognize that you love them and you have their arms have your arms wide open for them to come and enter into your bosom father let us pray and recognize that lord jesus that their pride is a deception for them but father your love can be recognized from anywhere lord i pray that they will recognize your love i pray that lord they will recognize what you have done for them on the cross and they will come to you and they will hold on to you and they will never let you go in jesus precious name i pray amen amen make it a conscious intentional intentional effort to submit to god that is not your salvation is not under question but you know what is under question 
the reflection that you're portraying to people about the God that you serve. I don't think you really want to insult the God that you serve. So have a great week and see you next Sunday. Thank you for listening to this message. We trust that it has been a blessing to you. Our goal is to project you into your fullest calling by strengthening your spirit to do everything you were created to do. It is your continued love, support, and partnership with Eagle Mount Church and Pastor Sharath Yelassiri that makes these messages possible. For more information and to find out how you can partner with us, visit www.eaglemount.in. That's www.eaglemount.in. See you for the next episode. Until then, soar on. Oh,